Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to an exciting edition of the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. My partner is the longtime beat writer for the Eagles, covered the team for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. That, of course, is Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Dunnick. And, uh, you know, Mark, I was thinking, uh, remember when you were a kid in Christmas and Christmas Eve and you were dreaming about all the gifts that you might get the next day? And yeah. then the next day comes, and some Christmases are better than others. Some Christmas you didn't you didn't get the bike, you didn't get the skateboard, and sometimes you did. Well, I think we got the bike and the skateboard, and everything had a red shiny ribbon on it. And I'm I'm thrilled to talk with you uh, about this draft. Before we get started, let me mention that this podcast is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. It's a great magazine featuring men's content, but not exclusive of women. We have so many women in our legacy club that love to attend our private events and read the magazine. So if you're interested, please go to jerseymanmagazine.com. Check out the magazine for free. Look up our legacy club. And if you'd like to attend one of these private events that can help you and your business, please contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com. So my question to you, Mark Eckel, is when exactly... Did Howie Roseman get the brain surgery? Seriously. When they locked him away. When he went to the other side of the building, they had, they had a surgeon there when, when Chip Kelly was running the show. But I have to tell you, this is the same guy wow. that uh, passed on Justin Jefferson for Jalen Rager, traded up, traded up to get Andre Dillard, who's now a Tennessee Titan. And all of a sudden, the, for the certainly for the last two years, I can't criticize almost any move the guy has made. It's just uh, I don't well, know. If he, I don't know if he's getting counseling from football people. Maybe you have the answer. I don't know. Well, no, I'm I'm not as all right. Everyone said last year's draft was great. Well, the, the best part of last year's draft was they traded for AJ Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was what did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a stat where. And this is probably a this isn't a bad thing, but it's a fact. The Eagles had the Eagles rookies last year played less snaps than any other rookie class. Well, that's interesting. I mean, look, think about it. Jordan Davis, what do you, how many didn't you didn't even play the Super Bowl? Well, but, but a lot of times, Mark, when you're an established team, and of course the Eagles okay. went to the Super Bowl, if you have established players, rookies are going to get less playing. Time. Exactly. That's that's. But the Chiefs had a rookie running back play in the whole game and. Mm-hmm. And scored and beat him and stuff. I'm just saying, um, Jordan Davis, who everyone loved last year, right? Hardly played. He, he was so bad and, and so out of shape and hurt. You had to go out and sign Sue and Joseph to play defensive tackle. Yeah. Nakobe Dean, everyone else's hero last year, who I told you was too small and too well, not that good. Did he was was he even on the team? I mean, well, again, he's 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 he's, 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 bu- he's behind Kazir White and. Uh, Oh, that because yeah. you're white. That's a guy nobody heard of until the Eagles. <laughs> well, he was a starter for a couple saying. of seasons. I mean, the guy, he wasn't exactly chopped liver. I, no, I, well, uh, I'm not a big fan of Eagles linebackers. I hate to defend any Eagles linebackers, so, especially the way they tried to cover Travis Kelsey in the last Super Bowl. It was exactly. disgusting. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, listen, I'm not saying Davis and Dean won't become, but they weren't factors at all last mm-hmm. year, and the team got to the Super Bowl. Well, and, and it's so, not only we're going to go we're going to go into the draft in detail, but and so, I'm you know, just my thing is don't so the Carter and Smith could I mean 
don't I'm just trying to lower people's expectations. I, hey, listen, I do agree with you that the draft looks good on paper. Right. But at this point, it's only paper. Now, oh, this is all we have to talk about, so they, doggone they, it. I'm going to get excited about it, whether, whether you guy, want me to or there not. There is a guy that I love. They, they took one guy that was one of my favorite players in the draft. Who's that? Sidney Brown. Hmm. Why? Safety from, from the, he's good. He, I mean, he's good. He was probably yes. the top-ranked true safety in the draft. He was mine. He was yeah. my top right. Some guys, some people had the Alabama guys. Branch, uh, Branch, yeah. and um, I forget the other guy's name now. Um, battle. Uh, they they had battle. They, they were both good too. And and his partner in Illinois was also uh, Mart Quan Mart mm-hmm. was also was also pretty good. But I thought Brown Brown's because he makes plays. Well, he does. He, he had not. six interceptions uh, exactly. last year, tied yeah, for third in the FBS. I don't care how. I don't care about his three cone shuttle. And I don't care about <laughs> how, many, how many reps he does on two. Well, that's how the scouts make their living. Stuff. I understand it. Well, the good ones ignore that and watch film and watch him play football. Brown plays football. Now, he did other stuff good. I mean, it's not, it's not like he was bad at that stuff, but I just get so upset and I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't again, let it bother me. But <laughs> people tell me about, you know, oh, his three cone shuttle score his time was this. I'm like, are they going to put three cones on the do field you, when they do you, play? Do you know why they do the three-cone shuttle? So if the I've guy doesn't work out as a draft choice, the GM can point to the three-cone <laughs> shuttle. Look, he had the best three-cone shuttle right. <laughs> time in, in history. Uh, they and do, 40 times, even 40 times. Or, I mean, I guess it's important. You want to see, you know, but does, a lot of guys don't play as fast as they run. Mm-hmm. And some guys play faster. Exactly. Play, play quick, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm going way, way back. But it, it, oh, wait a minute. Not that way back. Mike was after me, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, did you play with Mike at all? No, he, no, he was. He that. came in 82. I was out of there in you 81. You were stars by then. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, he had a, his 40 time was not good at all. But when you watched him play football, he played faster than, you know, nobody ever caught him, put it that way. Yeah. If, if he got, if when... You know, when when he caught a pass in in stride, he was gone. A corner with long strider. Mike Quick was a a long strider. And by the way, people who are Eagles fans know this that uh, Vermeil's buddy Chuck Knox uh, blindsided him by taking Perry Tuttle with the pick before him, and that's the guy that Vermeil wanted. But sometimes good things happen to those who wait, and we did get lucky with the Mike Quick pick. But um, let's talk about a couple of the ancillary things that um, Howie did before the draft, and I think one of the biggest one. And now we've got a crowded running back um, room picking up DeAndre Swift from the Lions, who I think is a good pickup. But this is on the heels of signing um, Rashad Penny from Seattle to a free agent contract and re-signing Gainwell and Scott. Now, are they going to carry four running backs? I think they have to. I I think so, too. They'll have to go lighter somewhere else, but that's okay. Go lighter at receiver? Yeah, well, they, they, they only keep two quarterbacks, right? They never keep three. Well, yeah, one's always inactive. One's on a one. Yeah. I mean, they might only have to keep two. Although they drafted a kid from Stanford, so they'll probably want to keep well, No, they're going to keep one of the quarterbacks on the practice squad, so there'll be three total. Yeah. You know. um, he doesn't count against the roster numbers. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I can't imagine they're going to cut. They're not going to cut. Swift or, or, or Penny because they just got him. And I doubt they're going to cut Gainwell. He was their best back by the end of the You know, he was pretty good last year. And I they damn Browns. well better not cut not Boston cut, Scott, uh, my, my so, favorite player. Um, so, no, I, yeah, they're going to have to go. They're going to keep four. Like I said, it's, 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 not, it's not 
crazy to think you're, that you're going to keep. I mean, they've, they've had four in the past. Back in the day, you, you always had a fullback. Well, they, there's no you longer do. that position no longer That's right. exists. So. Well, there's an H-back. There's another tight end. But right. I, I will tell you this. They love Gainwell in passing situations because he's such a good pass blocker. I mean, that that's really where I, I Miles like Sanders uh, fell short was in pass block. Yeah, that's I, why they took I, him out. I was a Gainwell. I thought Gainwell did a lot of good things. Oh, he's from Memphis University. Exactly. I mean, come on. you know, Second best player. Only the, the very best had. players, uh, athletes in the world go to Memphis. <laughs> um, and, then, and then the Eagles pick up another tight end, which is another crowded uh, position for them. Obviously, Dallas Goddard and you've got Scott and Calcaterra and, and some of these other players. So Dan Arnold's been around, but he's, he's got a resume. He's had some success in the league. and. Uh, I thought that was an inter- interesting pickup, especially with the fact that this was such a tight end deep draft, yes. and they didn't go tight end. They wound up picking you know a quarterback from Stanford and some other people that we'll talk about. But anyway, <clears throat> let's just ju- tight ends went in a hurry in this draft. Well, they, but there there were so many good ones. They, they were, they were, this was yeah, well, tight end and cornerback were the, I thought were the two strongest positions in the draft. Yeah, and I think Eagles were probably hoping. They get one of it, but they went. Like I said, they went. Only one went first round, which surprised me. Can, and, can the, K, and the kid from Notre Dame went in the second went, round, which everybody, second everybody thought he was going to be the, right. the top. Ten but they all went second round. I mean, um, the Notre Dame kid Meyer Musgrave went second round, who I like a lot. Um, Spooniker from Michigan, who I thought would might last till the fourth, third, or fourth. He went second round. Dallas took him. Um, mm-hmm. Kid from Penn State went second round, who I, I didn't think he was going. I mean, they're, they're all good players. I just yeah. and, people and, figured it out that, that that hey, you know what? When you watch the teams, right? Who were the best teams in the league last year? Eagles, Chiefs, Forty Niners, mm-hmm. right? Top, probably top three teams in the yep. world. Bengals put them in there too, yep. obviously. Well, Kittle, Kelsey, Goddard—that's three pretty good tight ends, right? I'm not. I know you're you're a tight end fan, obviously, since you played. Obviously, the position, but, well, you know the, the, I mean, the it's become a, it's become an important. For, for a little bit of time there, it kind of became a, eh, who cares, tight end, we'll put anybody. Now, all of a sudden, with the Kittles and Kelseys and um, Goddard, for that matter, too, and Mark Andrews in Baltimore, it's becoming a position again now where if you have a good tight end, you can do a lot of things with your offense. Yes, and very uh, few times. Dallas is going to be the exception because they're going to run the ball more, but it's become a passing league. and. I believe one of the reasons why Buffalo drafted Dalton Kincaid from Utah as the number one is he's really a glorified receiver, yeah. Um, and he's he'll split out and and do a lot of the things that the modern day tight ends do. That you know, back in my day, they stuck you in the line and you got beat up all game long, and <laughs> you're lucky if you had two passes thrown your way. So I I am a little jealous. But let, let's talk about um, what the Eagles did uh, okay. with this current draft, and of course. They get Jalen Carter. Now, I texted you the night of the draft, and I said the Eagles going to get Jalen Carter. What I uh, neglected to mention is I thought they'd have to trade up to five with right. Seattle to get him. They did not. He fell to nine. Now, interestingly, that the Bears gave up the ninth pick and swapped with the Eagles. Obviously, the Bears didn't want him. No. Otherwise, they would have taken him at nine. So, what do you think of the Carter pick uh, going into the draft? Many prognosticators said he was the best player in the draft. He's obviously had a, uh, some off-the-field issues and yes, apparently had I, a bad senior day. But what, what do you think about this overall? I I, I, I would have – I don't know. Uh, I'm not as inside as I was in terms of doing, you know, full-time work on, you know, draft stuff like I used to. But I did enough. It scares me a little bit that nine teams 
including the Bears, including Seattle, including Detroit, including Atlanta, um, teams that could use help up front on defense, um, didn't want them. And it's obvious why they didn't want them. It's, it's because of the off the field, the, the terrible thing that he did. I mm-hmm. mean, um, forget the racing. I don't care about that. You know, your your teammate, your classmate die. They get killed and you leave and then lie about it mm-hmm. and lie about it at the combine. And uh, I'm, I, I trust that the Eagles did their homework. I know they did their homework. And um, and by the way, he didn't uh, work out at the combine, and he had a terrible uh, pro day for pro day. Uh, for all. Of yeah, that. again, you know, I, I just said I don't care about workouts. Yeah. How did he play football? And he played, he, you know, he's a great um, he's a great player. There's no there's player. no question. Yeah, no he's, he's a great player. I just I don't and, and you know people saying that he you know well he's with all his other Georgia teammates that that'll help him. Well, he was with all his Georgia he was with his yeah. Georgia teammates last year. I I, I do I, believe. I, I just have. It just scares me that nine other teams, and I guess you could take the quarter. The teams that took quarterbacks out of the mix because they wanted a quarterback, but other teams that definitely could have used them said, mm-hmm. "There was one team. I'm not going to say who, but a team that was picking ahead of the Eagles, who I thought was definitely going to take them." Because I talked to somebody in their organization, you know, maybe a couple of weeks prior to the draft for some of the stories that, that I was working on, and they. He had the person I talked to was had me convinced that he's not getting past them, and they he got past them. And I I texted him that night and said, "Hey, what happened with Carter?" And he texted me back, "Just too much stuff." Hmm. Well, everybody thought he was going to go to Seattle at five, but they chose Devin Witherspoon. I, I will tell. I'll, I'll say this: in Detroit at six, people thought Detroit yeah. at six would, would be. I, a- I'll, I'll say this: I think. Uh, as far as teams go, I think if Jalen Carter is going to have success in the league, the Eagles are a good spot for him to land right now. Number one, it's a veteran team with a veteran presence. You've got Fletcher Cox in that defensive line room. You've got a lot of established players on both sides of the ball. They're not going to let some hotshot kid come in there and upset the apple cart. They're going to give him direction and guidance now. Listen, the guy's guaranteed $21.5 million. If he's, a bu- if he's a bust and a jerk, he's going to be a bust and a jerk uh, you know, with the Eagles or, or anywhere else. But I do think that there's a chance that he can have success with the Eagles because of the senior leadership on the team. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what everyone's hoping, right? I yeah. mean, but... It's all I have is hope. Seen, it's all we, we have, Mark. Seen, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just not as excited about the pick as a lot of people because of the fact, like I said, other teams. Now you said maybe, maybe you're know, right. Maybe we'll see. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Howie has to do to please you. You I love SEC guys. You love Georgia, Alabama. Like Here, the guy takes I one, do. and now, and now you're. I don't like people. I don't like people that did what he did. I just, I don't think I would have taken him. Yeah. I really, I don't know. Would, well, nine, would, te- would uh, eight, eight teams agreed with you. So nine. Well, no, the Eagles were the ninth. The Eagles traded right. up to nine to get the pick. Well, the, yeah, but the Bears were nine. The Bears. Were oh yeah, true. That's true. Either. Yes, yes. So, so uh, obviously, I mean, obviously, it could turn out to be yeah. You get a player that was that should have been that should have been gone by nine at nine. It's a good pick, but I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger. And and if, and I'm, I'm maybe I'm just a little too cautious. Okay. Well, would, now let me ask you: Would 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 you have pulled the trigger on him at nine? On Jalen Carter. Yes. Um, 
I would have uh, had to think long and hard about it, but I'll tell you something that Dick Vermeule told me years ago, and it's really true and it's stuck, and that is um, you, if it's a coin flip, you always draft the player with character. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, you got to win with talent, but I mean, character guys, there's an intrinsic value to football. When you bring character individuals there, they're going to show up in the fourth quarter. They're going to show up in pressure situations, two-minute drill. They're going to make the big play. And when push comes to shove, you always want to have a guy with character over talent. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with that statement more. I didn't know what you said, but. Well, that's why that's why Dick Vermeil's in the Hall of Fame, and you and I are talking here on a podcast. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the next one. You should be excited about this one now. Nolan Smith. Some guys had him as high as thirteen on the board. Edge rusher from Georgia, another SEC school. Do you like this pick? Oh, and he hesitates again. <laughs> he's okay again. He's too small, he's, right? He's too small at two hundred thirty-eight yeah. pounds. He, he. Well, no, not just that. All right, he's a line. I mean. He's Hassan. Yeah, he's Hassan Reddick, really. When you no, think about not. it, Stop. yeah. No, no. Stop I'm talking about. It. I'm talking about undersized for the line. Yes. Okay. But yeah. He's, he's not as good as Hassan Reddick. No. No. Here's again production, and this is why I love Sidney Brown. Smith was a guy. Now, when I was doing my draft stuff for, for Jersey Man Magazine, which we have early deadlines, no one, no one I talked to had him. Defer. He was a he was considered yeah, a second round pick, you know, maybe maybe yeah, late like, yeah, second round, maybe yeah, you can get him in the second round. Nobody, nobody I to ever even mentioned him in the in the same breath as the guy as Will Anderson and Carter in the first round. Nobody, nobody at all. But then he goes to the combine and he runs a four three nine and he does all this other stuff and everybody said it. Now all of a sudden, like you said, people mm-hmm. have him going thirteen. So he kind of went where he was supposed to go. He, he that wasn't a steal. He went at 30. That's probably fair. That's probably, you know, end of the first, second. Um, he's very athletic. He can run all day. But he wasn't real productive in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I like production. He, he, he's on a defense that was great. You would think he would have had more splash plays, more sacks, more tackles for losses, more something. Well, but, he graded out at 90% run defense over the last two seasons, and he does have athletic skills. He is a little bit undersized. Oh, he does have skills. And I, I tell you, when you when you look, you talk about, you know, well, he's small, he's whatever. How's a 238-pound ter- guy going to get around Lane Johnson? He's not. He's just not. I mean, unless he's got cat quick speed or Lawrence Taylor or something, he, he's just not going to get around the well, guy. Taylor that's was two fifty something, all right. I know. No, Taylor was about two. Th- when I when I was with the Giants for that uh, preseason camp, he was about two thirty five, two forty. That's all he was. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. Um, all right. So uh, so we got question marks by Mark Eckel on Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Right now, well, Carter off the field. Smith, like yeah. I said, production wise. Now Smith, I think can be a good. I think he can be a good cover linebacker. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got back. he's got the speed. You know, they they list him as an edge rusher, but he is going to be that hybrid Honestly, I position. I think he's, that's what I'm thinking. That I know they're calling him an edge rusher. Like you said, he's two thirty something. He's not gonna. He's not getting by big, good tight. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that. But I, I do see him as a guy that can run with a running back in in, in coverage, which okay. which is important as well. I just, I mean, again, I don't think that was a. I'm not gonna say it was a bad pick, but I'm hearing people say what a great. You know, like, you know, oh, he he was gonna go third. Oh no, he he didn't go third. He went third. 
<laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so let's let's talk about another SEC guy from Alabama. Now you should like this pick, although the knock against him is his arms are too short, which I think is a valid concern when you're talking about a tackle. I think inside right. guards and centers it doesn't mean that much. But um, Tyler Steed from Alabama uh, was uh, was drafted uh, at uh, number 65 in round three. What do you know about Steen? No, he's a guard. That's yeah. I mean, I mean, you play tackle at Alabama, but he's he'll be a good solid guard for the Eagles. I don't, I don't mind that pick at all, especially in the third round. Um, like you said, his arms—you need longer arms to play tackle to, to hold off the bull. Right, you know, the the, the two hundred thirty-pound rushers coming at you. Uh, well, the Eagles so, have a needed guard because they lost Samalo. So. Right now, again, I don't think he's to come in and play this year. Who does? Down the road. Who does? Jurgens. I would think, right? Yeah. Well, I, they they want him at center. That's why he was drafted. Well, I think the long, if you look long term, short term, I think Jurgen starts at guard because Kelsey won't retire. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe ever he might yeah, pull a so, Tom Brady on us. <laughs> um, so I think the immediate is is Jurgen's at guard, Kelsey at center. Um, Steen watches and learns for a year, just like Jurgen's did last year, and like other guys, you don't want the. Again, when you're like I said, when, when we started the show, when you're a good team, you don't want your rookies taking too many snaps, right? So he'll learn. Stout will coach him up. If Kelsey ever does retire, you move Jurgens to where he belongs at the center, and then, then Steen moves in the guard, and you're, and you're still set. One of the so things. Good, one of the things I found interesting there. about Steen, uh, Mark, is that he originally went to Vanderbilt. Now, how often do you see a, a guy from going from Vanderbilt to Alabama? That doesn't happen Not very often. So yeah. he must have some no. smarts. If he went to Vanderbilt, he yeah. must have some smarts because that's a, a great academic school. Princeton uh, and Southland. Yeah. No, I, I thought Memphis State was the prince in the seventh. <laughs> but, but I digress. Anyway, let's you know we talked a little bit about um, the Eagles' Sydney uh, safety, Sidney Brown. Uh, a lot of people have Brian Branch of Alabama as the best safety. A lot of some uh, prognosticators think he's more of a tweener. Of course, the Eagles have have a need at safety, losing uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson and Marcus Epps. I think he. I think he can come in and start right away for him. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I really do. I, that, which which defensive backs can do. Yep. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times, one of the quickest jumps to being a starter, if you play in the defensive backfield or or offensive line, you normally uh, can get some fairly uh, early playing time. As the rookie. only knock, the only knock on on Brown that I picked up from talking, you know, my pre draft stuff is that he's a gambler. I don't mean like. Suspended like the guy. Let's yeah. Let's not go there. Uh, like you, you have to watch like the Al- like the play. Alabama baseball coach. I mean, no, wherever, exactly. Wherever no, wherever that that kind of but he he does. He's a little reckless at times. But that that's where coaching comes in, right? I mean, that's where a, a good secondary coach says, "Hey, you know, we don't need you to do that kind of stuff. Just play your because he can hit. This yeah. guy will hit you. I go to sign Dawkins hit, but he can." The Eagles haven't had a safety like him, hit like him since Dawkins. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And this guy is a hitter. You're going to like seeing him. He, he's going to hold people up. And legally, I'm not, he's not dirty by any means. He's just he's a fierce, ferocious um, safety, like school kind of safety. But he, and he also makes plays. Like I said, he got six picks last year. That's a lot. Yeah. And he played in that backfield with Witherspoon. Who was the number five overall pick? Right, that was a good Illinois. Yeah, sure uh, was. Sure was. Because Kid Martin, 
was also drafted, and the, the other corner was was all four all four starters in the Illinois defensive backfield got got drafted. Yeah, that tells you something. All within the first four rounds, too, not like seventh round picks. And the Eagles stay uh, with the defensive back with the uh, 105th pick uh, in the fourth round, cornerback Kaylee Ringo from Georgia. What do you know about him? I like him. I like him too. And they traded up. They traded to get that pick. They traded away uh, their third round pick next year mm-hmm. um, to get that pick. So they went to bed Friday night. Ringo's still on the board. They, so they must have thought, "Hey, we got Let's let's go up and get him." Um, I'm going to do a little pun here for you. I don't think Ringo will be a star. But he's going to be a good solid liar. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you pick up on the Ringo Starr thing? There? I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I didn't. I didn't want to step on your line though. So I <laughs> now he's a. I, I, that's a good pick. I, I I like him too. He was he was considered again. You know, by people I talked to, I I didn't think he'd be there. I thought he'd go at the latest early third round. And, and possibly second round. Yeah, you know, if you look uh, look at them, six two two oh seven ran a four three six forty. Yes. and these guys are going in the fourth round now. I mean, that, yeah, I, that I, used I, to be I, a solid first or second rounder right. man, not that long ago. I mean, there, I mean, obviously, there's he's not he's not ready to play and come in. You know, but but he's that's a good pick. Like I said, I think he's going to be a good solid corner for a long time. Um, I mean, this was a good corner draft. That's the thing. There were so many. Um, yeah, we mentioned Witherspoon, Gonzalez, um, the kid from Penn State, Porter, Forbes from Mississippi State, Banks, who I love from Maryland, who the Giants took. Um, there was, this was a very good cornerback draft. And Ringo, he might not have been in that top elite group, but he was, but he's good. I mean, he's like, he'll play, I'm telling you, he'll, he'll have a nice, long NFL, he'll play a long time in the NFL. He'll never be, he don't, I don't think he'll go to Pro Bowls and he won't be, you know, Mentioned as one of the top, but that, that, but for a fourth round pick, if you play ten years and you're starting for six of those years and you're, you know, maybe a nickel for some whatever. Now he'll he's that's a good pick. Yeah, I'm not I'm not killing everybody. The, <laughs> well, now here's the surprise of the Eagles draft in my mind. Uh, they go with Tanner McKee with their next pick, quarterback out of Stanford, six six two thirty one, got some credentials, was a really highly recruited player out of high school. Wound up finishing his career at Stanford. You know, the Eagles have a, uh, and by the way, I neglected to mention the Peter Principle, which is you and I finished our podcast. I get in my car last week <laughs> and they announced yeah. the Jalen Hurts signing, which we, exactly. we had talked uh-huh. about. So now you've got a, cr- a crowded quarterback room. Jalen Hurts, obviously the established right. starter now. Marcus Mariota, they pick up in the offseason. Ian Book. Who they seem to like is their third guy. Now you add Tanner McKee. I just thought, you know, sixth round, they really must like the guy and see some potential. Why would why would they do it? Yeah, I mean McKee. Um, again, another guy that I thought would go a little earlier. Not again. I, he wasn't in that top tier by no means, but I thought he'd be a, you know, no later than fourth, and maybe even sneak into the bottom of the third. I mean, he was he was considered after the top. What five quarter ever five right? Um, Bryce Young and Stroud and Richardson, Richardson and uh, Levis and Hooker right. from Tennessee, who was hurt, but he was still considered. They were the top five. Mm-hmm. McKee was in that. I thought was in that next. Like he might have been six on a lot of people's board. I thought. I mean, he was. Um, he's not real mobile. Uh, he's he's more your old style drop back. 
I like what I think it was Lewis Riddick said about uh, said about him in the Eagles. He said, he said, you watch. The Eagles are gonna he'll play a lot of preseason. He'll look good because he's going to be playing, you know, with a good mm-hmm. offense. And in two years, they'll they'll trade him for a second or third round pick. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> Which is that's very that's possible. Not, it's not right? a bad scenario. You pick up a guy in the sixth round, right? Or let's be honest, too. Mariota is a one year thing, right? He only signed a one year deal. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, you could see. Yeah. I could see. If, again, we'll see how how, how McGee, how, you know, pro- progresses and how he picks things up, but. It wouldn't shock me if if he's better than like you know than than where he was drafted, and he he's obviously smart. He went to Stanford, right? Well, I think um, I think the Forty ers proved last year you can't have too much depth at the position because exactly. they wound up playing their fourth string guy. Exactly. So. Um, so I could see him eventually if Mariota is only a one year, you know, backup. Um, I could see him maybe moving into that number two spot mm-hmm. in in twenty twenty four. And then, you uh, you, yeah, you can never have enough quarterbacks. I mean, that's just you know, why not? The Eagles finish out the draft with in round seven, pick number two forty nine, Moro Ajomo, defensive tackle from Texas. Interesting stat on this guy: he enrolled at the University of Texas at sixteen years old. So yeah. I'm assuming that he's only he's only twenty twenty years old, right? Uh, right, so he's young. De- declared with uh, to the NFL draft with one year of eligibility. Um, He's got some good stats, went to a good program. Why do you think he lasted till round seven? I, good question. Um, the one year, you know, didn't play a lot of football, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think he's a classic, spends a year on the practice squad guy, right? I mean, Eagles have depth at, on the defensive line now. Um, I don't know if there'll be enough room for him on the roster, but he's a perfect guy that you – you know, you stash him away on the practice squad, let him learn, let him let him be part of the system, and then see where he where he is in another year. And um, we got to talk about this for a second. How about uh, the the forced trade of the with yeah. the Cardinals and the Eagles? Because uh, apparently, it became uh, known that Arizona had reached out to Jonathan Gannon prior uh, to the Super Bowl. Which the is week they were allowed, when they weren't allowed to. exactly, and they were allowed to do it, you know, right after the Super Bowl. But apparently, and it's a, a violation of the anti-tampering policy. At first, Gannon denied it. Then he had to come clean when they had the evidence, and they made him swap picks. I do, I just thought that was an interesting story. I don't Very believe. I don't believe. Did you read the Marcus Hayes article on this? Thing? I. I, I yeah, I don't. I'm not I don't. Gonna... I don't. Uh, I don't. I can't see the defensive no. coordinator being giddy at the post party no. after you lose the Super Bowl. It, it doesn't ring true to me. I don't know if Marcus has a, a no, axe he, to grind no. with the Eagles or whatever. Or Gannon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, listen, Gannon's not the first coordinator to ever become a head coach I mean, no, after a Super Bowl. But it's ball, done. It's done with whispers to the agent, right. though. It, you very yeah, oh, yeah, the Cardinals really screwed up. Yeah. The Cardinals, they should have called his agent. You don't call him. You call his agent and right. say, hey, listen, we want to talk to John as soon as the Super Bowl's over. Okay, right. great. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let him know and uh, we'll, we'll see you Monday or whatever. You know, whatever. You don't call. I mean, that was just an inexperienced general manager in Arizona, number one. But somebody, I mean, they, they, yeah, the Cardinals screwed that up, but I've never, I mean, I've, there have been tampering cases every, I mean, throughout the last, I mean, I've covered a bunch of tampering. 
Um, but never did the team, the team that tampered, in this case Arizona, was always penalized. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team on the other end never got compensated. They just, it was just like, you know, Miami, Miami, perfect example. This past year, Miami lost their first round kick for tampering with both Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. But New Orleans and Tampa Bay didn't get anything out of it. All what well, Miami just got penalized um, a few years ago, well, more than a few now, but uh, Andy Reid in Kansas City were found guilty of tampering with Jeremy Macklin when he was a free agent. Um, they they called they Andy apparently called him prior to the start of whatever it was, but the the Chiefs got caught. They were they were found right. guilty of tampering. Kansas City lost a third round pick. The right. Eagles didn't get the third round pick. The Chiefs just lost it. So this is the first time ever that the the team that was tampered with actually got something, which is maybe they're setting a new precedent. Hey, listen, Mark, all good stuff. Great recapping, a really interesting draft with you today. Uh, in the future, Mark and I will uh, do uh, some inter- intermittent podcasts, certainly around the time when training camp starts, and then, of course, every week during the season and hopefully another Super Bowl run for the Eagles. But want to thank everybody for joining uh, the podcast. Uh, the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark will be back soon, and we appreciate you tuning in and hope to talk with you next time. For Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.